place, a new home for a while. Let me feel alive. Nothing to hold me back. Take my time, just enjoy the ride. A new man passing by. Life is good, best I've ever felt. Get me up, so in it. Welcome to my podcast. What is going on? Today we're going to summarize the book of Daniel. So we're just going to jump into it. There's a lot of information. Um, took me a while to kind of get the information. Um, so here we go. Okay, so Daniel at a glance. All right, book number 27. Author, the prophet Daniel. Written 536-530 BC. Prophecies come true in this time period. Uh, 536 BC um, until the future. Old Testament, book number 27. Oh, 
Or wait. I think. I don't know. It's kind of confusing. The way they wrote that. Okay. Yeah. Duh. I just read that like two seconds ago. Okay. Woo. Claims to fame. Contains the great stories of Daniel in the lion's den and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. It is also famous for its end times prophecies that closely match the book of Revelation. Famous um, stories included King Belshazzar sees an invisible hand writing on the wall. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. Daniel in the lion's den. Most famous verses. At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects your people, will arise. There will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. But at that time, your people, everyone whose name is found written in the book will be delivered. That's Daniel 12.1. Multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake, some to everlasting life, others to shame and everlasting contempt. Daniel 12.2. Important points about the book. Daniel was still a teenager when he was deport deported to Babylon with many others in the great exile. Babylon was extremely polytheistic, worshiping many gods, but Daniel only wanted to worship the God of Israel. His faithfulness, wisdom, and education enabled King Nebuchadnezzar, ooh, I'm gonna say this wrong. Oh, how am I? Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar, I think it's Nebuchadnezzar to say that the God of Israel is God. The chapters in Daniel are thick and focused, giving many details about one subject rather than a few details about many subjects. The first six chapters are history and include all of the stories listed above. In chapter seven, <clears throat> the book makes a turn and becomes prophecy about the future. Daniel hears from the angel Gabriel who announced that the exile will last 70 years. Daniel goes on to prophesy about the, our future and things that have not taken place yet. Okay, so we're going to do the breakdown. Okay. Number of chapters, 12. Prophecy, major, major. Date written, 536, 530 BC. Okay, so... Chapter 1, Daniel's training in Babylon. Chapter 2, Daniel interprets Nebuchadnezzar's dream. Daniel 3, Shadrach and friends in the fiery furnace. Daniel 4, 
Daniel interprets another dream. Daniel 5, the handwriting on the wall. Daniel 6, Daniel in the lion's den. Daniel 7, Daniel's vision of the four beasts. Daniel 7, interpretation involving king's kingdom. Daniel 8, vision of the ram and goat. Daniel 8, Gabriel confirms the vision is end of days. Daniel 9, Daniel pleads for mercy for Israel. Daniel 9, Gabriel returns with the 62 sevens and other wisdom. Daniel 9, abomination of desolation referred to by Christ. Daniel 10, Daniel sees a terrifying vision. Daniel 10, angel detained by Prince of Persia. Archangel helps. Daniel 11, details of end times, kings of the north and south. Daniel 11, a self, uh, aggrandizing king? I don't know how to say that word. Uh, Daniel 12, details of the end times judgment. Daniel 12, order to roll up the seals for the end times. Daniel 12, final details on the end of days. All right, moving along. Okay, so from, uh, this is just like um, a book. I'm just gonna read a little summary of it. Um, Chronological Guide to the Bible. Um, Daniel was only a teenager when he was taken captive by the invading Babylonian army around 605 BC. He was deported uh, from his homeland in Jerusalem and taken into service in the capital city of Babylon. Daniel, however, was determined not to live according to the standards of that world, but to God's standards. <clears throat> Much like Jesus's prayer for his disciples, um, that they, excuse me, sorry, that they would be able to live in the world without being of the world. John seventeen fourteen through 15. Daniel understood this well. The stories in the book of Daniel paint a portrait of a man fully committed to living a holy life in the midst of a pagan land, unashamed of his God. His first test as a young man in training in Babylon was whether he would eat certain foods that violated God's law. He abstained from those foods and God blessed him. When Daniel correctly interpreted King Nebuchadnezzar's, Nebuchadnezzar's dream of a statue, he gave God the glory instead of taking credit himself, much like Joseph when he interpreted Pharaoh's dream. Daniel told the king, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner, I think that's how you say that, diviner, 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 maybe it's di diviner, yeah, can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. 
but there is a God in heaven who reveals mysteries. Daniel 2.27-28 In Daniel's later years, he continued to pray publicly three times a day, even when the king prohibited it. This landed Daniel in a den of lions. But God was there with Daniel in the lion's den, and he shut the mouths of the lions, saving Daniel from certain death. Daniel 6. The book of Daniel also records a story about Daniel's friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When they refused the king's command to bow down to an idol, the king threw them into a blazing furnace. God miraculously saved them through the fire, revealing to the king that God is the only one worthy of worship. For them, just like for Daniel, obedience to God trumped obedience to earthly kings. As Peter said to the rulers of his day in the New Testament, we must obey God rather than human beings. Acts 5.29 All right. Now we are going to read my notes from the Bible Project. Um, so let's do that. And it's, it's, it's pretty much what the video says. Like, literally, I'm listening to the video and I'm like, okay, writing the notes down. And then I'm like, trying to like learn, you know, but it's like straight up the Bible Project's video. And I'm going to read it. So it's not my words. It's the Bible Project's. Just saying, you know, so we're going to do that next. Okay. But it's like, they just like break it down really good. Okay, so here we go. It's kind of long, but you'll really, I feel like after I like, um, wrote all this down and then like heard it out loud I totally understand the book better because it's kind of complicated and there's a lot of things that are in the book there's a lot of information so anyways here we go okay Okay, here we go. Babylon's first attack on Jerusalem. The first wave of exiles included Daniel and his friends. The Babylons took the first wave of Israelites into exile. Among the exiles was Daniel and his three friends, and they were from the royal family of David. Daniel, who's, so they were like, you know, they were probably sitting pretty good. But I also heard that, like, I think, um, 
him and his friends, like, they didn't have, I think, like, their parents died and stuff. It sounds like it was really traumatizing. Well, it was, I'm sure. Definitely. Um, so, anyways, um, Daniel, who's later name, or who's later named Belteshazzar. I didn't pronounce that right. I think it's Belteshazzar. Bel yeah. Daniel's three friends' names were Azaria, Mish, 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 Mishak, and Habs ha Habsburg, but later named um oh I I have a typo. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Wait, did I say that right? Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. All right. Uh, but later, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This book tells of their struggles to maintain hope in the land of their conquerors. Chapters one through six. Um, our stories about Daniel and his friends. Chapters 7 through 12 are visions of Daniel. Chapter 1. So I'm just going to like go through the different chapters like the Bible Project did. Because this is the Bible Project's video. And I'm just... I don't know. You know? Copying what they said. Or, but, but, or I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, um... Whatever, this is the Bible Project's breakdown, and I'm reading it. So, here we go. Okay, chapter one. So, now they're, they have to serve in Babylon. They're captives over there. Um, Daniel and his friend. Okay, chapter one, serve in Babylon. Daniel and his friends are wise and capable, and they were recruited to serve in the royal palace of Babylon. But they are pressured to give up their Jewish identity by living and eating like the Babylonians, which goes against the Jewish Torah. They refuse and they choose faithfulness to the Torah, but it puts them in danger. But God delivers them and they end up being elevated by the king of Babylon. Um, so... Faithfulness to the Torah leads to exaltation. Chapter 2, the king's dream. All right, so the king has a dream. So, the king has a dream that no one is able to interpret except Daniel. The dream has a huge statue made of four types of metal. It symbolizes a sequence of kingdoms and the head and, and, the head and Babylon. But then a huge rock comes flying in and it shatters the statue and becomes this huge mountain. This stream is the first of many symbolic visions in the book. Daniel says that the statue represents a train of human kingdoms. Or wait. Did I type that wrong? Daniel says that the statue represents a train of Human kingdom, maybe a kingdom's file. 
following. I don't know. Maybe I accidentally added a word or uh, something like that. Okay. Following. Wait. Maybe I meant to write fall. Okay. Daniel says that the statue represents a train of human kingdom file following. I think I meant to say fall following from Babylon and they will all eat. They will all fill God's world with violence. Yeah. So he's warning them. Like if you, if you keep acting like this and like, make yourself above everything you're not gonna be able to sustain your throne like something will give and he's like prophesying that and stuff okay um and they will all fill god's world with violence but one day god's kingdom will come and will confront and humble the arrogant kingdoms of this world and fill the world with the healing justice of God's reign and rule. Chapter 3. The Fiery Furnace. Okay. Okay, so this tells us the famous story of Daniel and his three friends who refused to bow down and worship a huge idol statue which, like the statue and chapter 2, represents the king in his imperial. The friends are persecuted. They're thrown into a fiery furnace. But God delivers them from death. And they're exalted by the king, who now acknowledges their God is the true one. Chapter 4. Okay, so chapter 4 has two stories about two Babylonian kings. Okay, the father, Nebuchadnezzar, and then his son, Belshazzar. Belshazzar? I think that's how you say it. They're both filled with pride because of their imperial power. God warns them both through dreams and then visions. Like in chapter 2, the only person who can interpret these dreams is Daniel. Daniel says that both kings are to humble themselves before God and both kings arrogantly resist. Nebuchadnezzar's anger and pride becomes like a beast in the field. That, um, but then he humbles himself before God and his humanity returns to him and he is restored as king. Yeah, I'm pretty sure in the in the book, like um, Nebuchadnezzar... I think at one point he's like literally in the wilderness and he like turns into an animal. Like, like he acts like a beast and like, I don't know. He's like crawling around in, in the um, wilderness or something. Um, and he just kind of has like a low point moment, you know, or something. And he's like, okay, I believe in Daniel's God. So, um, yeah, he humbles himself before God and his humanity returns to him and he is restored as king. His son, on the other hand, Belshazzar, who doesn't humble himself before God, and he is assassinated that very night. When 
we don't humble ourselves before God when we when we when humans rebel and make themselves God. They become like excuse me, um violent beasts. Wow, this is for sure. They become like violent beasts. I don't even want to read it. Cool face, God's justice. I don't think cool face, I think that's a typo. What? Okay, well, yeah, anyways. um, Chapter six, the lion's den. This time it's Daniel who is being persecuted. Daniel is being persecuted because he refuses to worship the king as a god. So just like his friends, he is sentenced to death and he's thrown into a lion's den. But God delivers him from the beast. And like the friends, the king exalts Daniel and praises his God. So Daniel made it out of the lion's den too because he was praying and he was praising God and he was, he was always praying. He was staying disciplined and he didn't care if the people were like, ah, look at him over there praying. Um, and, um, yeah, so the lion's mouths were like shut and the king was like, how did you not die in there? And then, yeah, they were like, okay, God, your God is the God of all gods. So Daniel's dream, or chapter seven, Daniel's dream. Daniel has a dream, but just like the king who couldn't understand his dream, Daniel is having a hard time understanding his dream as well until an angelic messenger explains it to him. He sees a series of four beasts, um, the one like a lion, one like a bear, one like a winged leopard. Each of these beasts symbolizes a kingdom and the last, and the last of all is the super beast identified as a really evil empire. It has lots of horns, which is a common symbol for kings in the Old Testament. There's one specific horn who is an image of an arrogant king who exalts himself above God and persecutes God's people. Now they are symbolized by one figure called the Son of Man, who is an image for both God's, for both God's covenant people, but also for their king from the line of David. But then all of a sudden, um, God, who is called the Ancient of Days, comes and he sets up his throne. He destroys the super beast and he exalts the Son of Man on the clouds, where he comes up to sit at God's right hand and share in God's rule over the nations. All right, so here's a little summary. Oh, we're not done. That was only chapter... Seven, sorry, okay. The 
These are stories of faithfulness, discipline, persecution. Um, these are meant to offer hope to God, to God, suffering people among the nations. They suffer because human kingdoms have rebelled against God and become beasts. These visions encourage patience that God's people are to wait for him and to bring his kingdom and rule over our world and vindicate his suffering people. But it ra raises, it says races. I think I did a typo there, but it raises, yeah, it raises the question about when God is going to do that. That is what these three final visions explore. Chapter eight. Daniel has another vision about the final two beasts of chapter seven. This time they are symbolized by a ram who were told as an image of the empire of Medes and Persians. And then by a goat who is an image of ancient Greece. Out of the goat comes a whole bunch of horns, which symbolizes the evil king from chapter seven. We're told that he will attack her. So I'm an er. So I think that was a typo too. So the king will exalt himself above God and to, um, and to fill the temple with idols. That's another typo, sorry. But in the end, he will be destroyed by, by God, who will exalt his people and his kingdom. Chapter 9, Daniel's Prayer. Daniel is very puzzled. He's one, he's wander, er, sorry, he's, he's, wa why do I keep on to say wandering? What the, he's, wa what, my brain sometimes is just a little, like, yeah. He's wondering when all of this is going to take place. So he can, uh, sorry, he consults the scroll of the prophet Jeremiah, where God said that Israel's exile would only last 70 years. So for Daniel, the 70 years is almost up. And so he asked God to fulfill his promise soon. But an angel comes and informs him that Israel, um, their sin and rebellion has continued. And so their time of exile and oppression will continue on seven times longer than Jeremiah envisioned. Chapters 10 and 12. Okay, Daniel is deeply disturbed by this. And he has one final vision. So Daniel's third vision. There is a sequence of kingdoms, Persia, Greece, and Alexander the Great, followed by lesser kings, all leading up to this final king of the north who will invade your set of idols in the temple and exalt himself above God. 
But then all of a sudden, this can co come to ruin. There's been endless debates about what all of these visions refer to. Many see a clear connection to the exploits of the Syrian king Antiochus in 160 BC. He killed many faithful Jews in Jerusalem and instead of idols in the temple. Okay. Excuse me. Others think, sorry, it points forward to the Roman Empire's role in the execution of Jesus and the destruction of Jerusalem and the temple in AD 70. 70, wouldn't you want to say 70? I don't know. Others think it will be fulfilled in future events that have yet to happen when Jesus will return. Okay, so the summary. The book of Daniel has been designed to offer hope to all future generations of God's people. It did so and the and the day and the days of Antiochus empire and it has ever since. This is why Jesus could use imagery from Daniel to describe and confront the oppressive leaders. He confronted Andrew um, in Jerusalem. Andrew? I don't know. That, the Andrew must be a typo, too. Well, okay, we're going to keep it moving here. The point of Daniel is that all generations of readers can find a pattern and a promise. It's a pattern that human beings and their kingdoms become violent beasts. They glorify their own power when they redefine when they redefine right and wrong and don't acknowledge God is their true king. Daniel also holds out a promise that one day God will confront the beast. He will rescue his world and his people by bringing his kingdom over all nations. So for every generation, this book speaks a message of hope that should motivate faithfulness. The book of Daniel. We're reading from King James Version. Daniel and his friends remained faithful to God. In the third year of the reign of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, came Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, unto Jerusalem and besieged it. And the Lord gave Jehoiakim? king of Judah into his hand with part of the vessels of the house of God, which he carried into the land of Shinar to the house of his God. And he brought the vessels into the treasure house of his God. And the king spake unto Ashpenaz, the master of his Enochs, 
that he should bring certain of the children of Israel and of the king's seed and of the princes, children in whom was no blemish, but well-favored and skillful in all wisdom and cunning in knowledge and understanding science and such as had ability in them to stand in the king's palace and whom they might teach the, sorry, the learning and the tongue of the Chaldeans. And the king appointed them a daily provision of the king's meat and of the wine which he drank, so nourishing them three years that at the end thereof they might stand before the king. Now among these were of the children of Judah, Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, unto whom the prince of the Enochs gave names. For he gave unto Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, Sorry, wait. Belteshazzar. And to Hania of Shadrach and to Mishael of Meshach and to Azariah of Abednego. Abednego. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the Enochs, Enochs that he might not defile himself. Now God had brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the Enochs. And the prince of the Enochs, en- is it Enochs? <laughs> it's not Enochs, it's Enochs, I think. Enochs. Enoch, oh, this is going to bug me. Enoch, 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 Enoch. Okay. And the prince of the Enoch, I'm just going to say Enoch, said unto Daniel, I fear my lord the king. He probably didn't say it like that. I fear my lord the king who hath appointed your meat and your drink. For why should he see your faces worse liking than the children which are of your sort? Then shall ye make me endanger my head to the king. Then said Daniel to to Meltzar, whom the prince of the Enochs, I think it's Enochs, had set over Daniel, Hanania, Mishael, and Azariah. Prove thy servants, I beseech thee, ten days, and let them give us um, pulse to eat and water to drink. Then let our countenances be looked upon before thee, and the countenance of the children that eat of the portion of the king's meat. And as thou seest, Deal with thy servants. So he consented to them in this matter and proved them ten days. 
and at the end of the ten days their countenances appeared fairer and fatter in flesh than all the children which did eat the portion of the king's meat. Thus, Melzar took away the portion of their meat and the wine that they should drink and gave them poles. As for these four children, God gave them knowledge and skill in all learning and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now at the end of the days that the king had said he should bring them in, then the prince of the Enochs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. And the king communed with them. And among them all was found none like Daniel, Hanania, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore stood they before the king. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding that the king inquired of them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers that were in all his realm. And Daniel continued, even unto the first year of King Cyrus. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar's dream, dreams, uh, plural. And in the second year of the reign of Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dreamed dreams, wherewith his spirit was troubled, and his sleep brake from him. Then the king commanded to call the magicians and the astrologers and the sorcerers and the Chaldeans for to shew the king his dreams. So they came and stood before the king. And the king said unto them, I have dreamed a dream, and my spirit was troubled to know the dream. Then spake the Chaldeans to the king in Syriac, O king, live forever. Tell thy servants the dream, and we will shew the interpretation. The king answered and said to the Chaldeans, The thing is gone from me. If ye will not make known unto me the dream, with the interpretation thereof, ye shall be cut in pieces, and your houses shall be made a dunghill. But if ye shew the dream, and the interpretation thereof, ye shall receive of me gifts and rewards and great honor. Therefore, shew me the dream and the interpretation thereof. They answered again and said, let the king tell his servants the dream and we will shew the interpretation of it. The king answered and said, I know of certainty that ye would gain the time because ye see the thing is gone from me. But if ye will not make known unto me the dream, there is but one decree for you. For ye have prepared lying and corrupt words to speak before me till the time be changed. Therefore, tell me the dream and I shall know that ye can shew me the interpretation thereof. The Chaldeans answered before the king and said, There is not a man upon the earth that can shew the king's matter. Therefore, there is 
no king, lord, nor ruler that asked such things at any that um, things at any magician or astrologer or Chaldean. And it is a rare thing that the king requireth, and there is none other that can shew it before the <clears throat> before the king, except the gods, whose dwelling is not with flesh. For one sec. Okay. Sorry. For this cause, the king was angry and very furious and commanded to destroy all the wise men of Babylon. And the decree went forth that the wise men should be slain. And they sought Daniel and his fellows to be slain. The dream is revealed to Daniel. Then Daniel answered with counsel and wisdom to Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, which was gone forth to slay the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, why is the decree so hasty from the king? Then Arioch made the thing known to Daniel. Then Daniel went in and desired of the king that he would give him time. Um, yeah, and that he would shew the king the interpretation. Then Daniel went to his house and made the thing known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they would desire mercies of the God of heaven concerning the secret that Daniel and his fellows should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. Then was the secret revealed. Uh, <clears throat> let me say that again. Sorry. Then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. And he changes the times and the seasons. He remove. Oh, I like this quote. He removeth kings and setteth up kings. He giveth wisdom unto the wise, and knowledge to them that know understanding. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He knoweth what is in the darkness, and the light dwelleth with him. I. Thank thee and praise thee, O thou God of my fathers, who has given me wisdom and might, and has made known unto me now what we desired of thee. For thou hast now made known unto us the king's matter. Therefore Daniel went in unto Arioch, whom the king had ordained to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus unto him, Destroy not the wise men of Babylon. I don't think he talks like that. Bring me in before the king, and I will shew unto the king the interpretation. Then Arioch brought in Daniel before the king in haste, and said thus unto him, I have found a man of captives of Judah that will make known unto the king the interpretation. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, 
Art thou able to make known unto me the dream which I have seen and the interpretation thereof? Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king hath demanded cannot the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers, shew unto the king. But there is a God in heaven that revealeth secrets, and maketh known to the king of Nebuchadnezzar what shall be in the latter days. Thy dream and the visions of thy head upon thy bed are these. As for thee, O king, thy thoughts came into thy mind unto thy bed. What should come to pass hereafter? And he that revealeth secret maketh known to thee what shall come to pass. But as for me, this secret is not revealed to me, to me for any wisdom that I have more than any living, but for their sakes that shall make known the interpretation to the king. And that thou mightest know the thoughts of thy heart. The dream. Thou, O king, sawest and behold a great image. This great image whose brightness was excellent stood before thee and the form thereof was terrible this image's head was of fine gold his breast and his arms of silver his belly and his thighs of brass his legs of iron his feet part of iron and part of clay thou sawest till that a stone was cut out without hands which smote the image upon his feet that were of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. Then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold, broken to pieces together, and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them. And the stone that smote the image became a great mountain, and filled the whole earth. This is the dream. And we will tell the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, art a king of kings, for the God of heaven hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of the heaven hath he given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. And after, and after thee shall arise another kingdom inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be, as, er, shall be strong as iron. For as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these, shall it break in pieces and bruise. And, oh, are you on again? Oh no. Sorry, okay. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. But there shall be in it of the strength of the iron. For as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay, 
And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And... Ugh. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven <clears throat> set up, I didn't mean to laugh, sorry. And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and that it break in pieces the iron, the brass, the clay, the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. And the dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. Daniel's advancement. Then the king Nebuchadnezzar fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel. All right, now. That's good. Okay. And I don't know why I said that. That was embarrassing. Then the king... <laughs> Just... We're going to keep going. Daniel's advancement. We're going to start over. Ready, go. Daniel's advancement. Then the king, Nebuchadnezzar, fell upon his face and worshipped Daniel and commanded that they should offer an, um, an oblation and sweet odors unto him. Ooh. The king answered unto Daniel and said of a truth it is that your God is a God of gods and a lord of kings and a revealer of secrets seeing thou couldst reveal this secret then the king made daniel a great man and gave him many great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of babylon and chief of the governors over all the wise men of babylon Then Daniel requested of the king, and he set sh and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. But Daniel sat in the gate of the king. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar dedicates a golden image. Ooh, this is where it gets um like um. This isn't good to do this. Okay. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, made an image of gold whose height was three score. This is not good. Score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, sent together sent to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come 
to the dedication of the image, this sounds cuckoo, which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. It just sounds like a weird thing to do, right? Okay, we're going to keep reading, sorry. Then the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the ship. Did I already read that? No, it's, it's, it, I, this is, okay. The sheriffs and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then an herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, I don't know how to say that, all right, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of m music. Ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. And whoso f faileth not down and worshipeth shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. <laughs> I wonder what God, like God's just like looking down like, Okay, what is going on here? Hmm, <sighs> man. Okay, therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, basalt, <laughs> what kind of name is that? Psaltery, and all kinds of music. They spell it M-U-S-I-C-K, which is kind of weird. Or, like, I don't know. Um, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. The fiery furnace. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso faileth not down and worshipeth that, he shall be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There, there are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Ab yeah. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do not ye serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? 
Now, if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made. Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast into the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace! Sorry. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Uh oh Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven, one seven times more than it was, won't to be heated, won't to be heated. And he commanded, um, he and he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and, Abed and, Abed and Abednego, fell down, bound, into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was a stoned, a stone, a stone, a stone This is a weird word. A s t o n i e d. Astonied, and rose up in haste and spake. And said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. He answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt, and the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then, then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains and the king's counselors being gathered together saw these men upon whose bodies 
the fire had no power, nor was an heir of their head singed, singed, sing, I don't know what that word is, singed, uh, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Nebuchadnezzar praises God. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, unto all people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth, peace be multiplied unto you. I thought it good to shew the signs and wonders that the high God hath wrought toward me. How great are his signs, and how mighty are his wonders! His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and his dominion is from generation to generation. Nebuchadnezzar has another dream. I, Nebuchadnezzar, was at rest in mine house and, the, and flourishing in my palace. I saw a dream which made me afraid, and the thoughts upon my bed and the visions of my head troubled me. Therefore made I a decree to bring in all the wise men of Babylon before me, that they might make known unto me the interpretation of the dream. Then came in the magicians, the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And I told the dream before them, but they did not, but they did not make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belshish, Bel. Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And before him I told the dream, saying, Belteshazzar, sorry, one more time, Belteshazzar, master of the magicians, because I know that the spirit of the holy gods is in thee, and no secret troubleth thee. Tell me the visions of my dream that I have seen and the interpretation thereof. Thus were the visions of mine head in my bed. I saw and behold a tree in the midst of the earth, and the height thereof was great. The tree grew and was strong, and the height thereof reached unto heaven and the sight thereof to the end of all the earth. The leaves thereof were fair, and the fruit thereof much, and in it was meant, or sorry, was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under it, and the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the bows thereof, and all flesh was fed of it. I saw in the visions of my head upon my bed, and behold, a watcher, and an holy one came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said, Thus, who down the tree and cut off his branches, shake off his leaves, and scatter his fruit. Let the beasts get away from under it, and the fowls from his branches. Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth. 
Excuse me, sorry. Even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field, and let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's, and let a beast's heart be given unto him, and let seven times pass over him. Oh no, this matter is by the decree of the watchers, and the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living Whoa, I was in slow-mo for a second there. To the intent that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to, to whomsoever he will and setteth, upon, setteth up over it the, um, the bassest of men. This dream I... King Nebuchadnezzar have seen. Now thou, O Belteshazzar, Belteshazzar, Shazar, declare the interpretation thereof. For as much as all the wise men of my kingdom are not able to make known unto me the interpretation, but thou art able, for the spirit of the holy gods is in thee. Daniel interprets the dream. Then Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar, Belteshazzar, was a, was a stony, a stonied for one hour. Astonied? I don't know how to say that. Hmm. For one hour. And his Thoughts troubled him. The king's the king spake and said, Belteshazzar, let not the dream or the interpretation thereof trouble thee. Belteshazzar answered and said, My lord, the dream be to them that hate thee, and the interpretation thereof to thine enemies. The tree that thou sawest which grew and was strong, whose height reached under the heaven, and the sight thereof to all the earth, whose leaves were fair, and the fruit thereof much, and in it was meat for all, under which the beasts of the field dwelt, and upon whose branches the fowls of the heaven had their habitation. It is thou, O king, that are grown and become strong, for thy greatness is grown." and reacheth unto heaven, and thy dominion to the end of the earth. And whereas the king saw a watcher, and an holy one coming down from heaven, and saying, Who? Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, uh. Who the tree down and destroy it, yet leave the stump of the roots thereof in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field. And let it be wet with the dew of heaven. And let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. 
This is the interpretation, O King, and this is the decree of the Most High, which is come upon my Lord the King, that they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. And they shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over thee, till thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and giveth it to whosoever he will. And whereas they commanded to leave the stump of the tree roots, thy kingdom shall be sure unto thee. After, after that, thou shalt have known that the heavens do rule. Wherefore, O king, let my counsel be acceptable unto thee, and break off thy sins by righteousness, and thine inequities by shewing mercy to the poor, and it may be a lengthening of thy tranquility. Nebuchadnezzar's temporary insanity. <laughs> Uh-oh. All this came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar. Uh-oh. At the end of 12 months, he walked. This is when he goes into the wilderness. Um, I don't know if he just like went for a walk one day and then uh, this happened or what. At the end of 12 months, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon, the king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power and for the honor of my majesty? While the word was in the king's mouth, there fell a voice from heaven saying, O king Nebuchadnezzar, to thee, it is spoken. The kingdom is departed from thee, and they shall drive thee from men, and thy dwelling shall be with the beasts of the field. They shall make thee to eat grass as oxen, and seven times shall pass over thee until thou know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men and giveth it to whomsoever he will. The same hour was the thing fulfilled upon Nebuchadnezzar, and he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagles' feathers and his nails like birds' claws. Nebuchadnezzar praises God. And at the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven and mine understanding returned unto me and I blessed the Most High. And I praised and honored him that liveth forever, whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven, 
and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? At the same time, my reason returned unto me. And for the glory of my kingdom, mine honor and my brightness returned unto me. And my counselors and my lords sought unto me. And I was established in my kingdom. And excellent majesty was added unto me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the king of heaven, all whose works are truth, and his ways judgment. And those that walk in pride, he is able to abase. Belshazzar, Belsh, one more time. Belsh, Belshazzar's impi, impious feast. Belsh, Belshazzar, the king, made a great feast to a thousand of his lords and drank wine before the thousand. Belshazzar, while he tested the wine, sorry, tested, tasted the wine, commanded to bring the gold and the silver vessels, which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple, which was in Jerusalem, that the king and his princes, his wives, and, uh-oh, plural, and his con concubines might drink therein. Then they brought the golden vessels that were taken out of the temple of the house of God, which was at Jerusalem. And the king and his princes, his wives, plural, and his concubines drank in them. They drank wine and praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. The handwriting on the wall. In the same hour came, came forth fingers of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote, then the king's countenance was changed, and his thoughts troubled him, so that the joints of his loins were loosed, and his knees smote one against another. The king cried aloud to bring in the astro- <laughs> Here come the astrologers again. Uh-oh. Okay. The king cried aloud to bring in the astrologers, the Chaldeans, and the soothsayers. And <clears throat> and the king spake and said to the wise men of Babylon, Whosoever shall read this writing and shew me the interpretation thereof shall be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about his neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. It's like the Lord is showing them this stuff, you know? He's like, hello, what are you going to do this time? And then they're like, oh, bring in the astrologers. Bring in the soothsayers. Bring in the witches. <laughs> well, not really, but like, you know. 
bring in the diviners. And the Lord's like, you just don't get it, do you? Then came in all the king's wise men, but they could not read the writing, nor make known to the king the interpretation thereof. Then was King Belshazzar greatly troubled, and his countenance was changed in him, and his lords were astonished. I don't know how to say that. The end of Babylon. Now, the queen, by reason of the words of the king and his lords, came in. One second. Sorry, okay. Came into the banquet house. And the queen spake and said, O king, live forever. Let not thy thoughts trouble thee, nor let thy countenance be changed. There is a man in thy kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And... In the days of thy father, light and understanding and wisdom, like the wisdom of the gods, was found in him, whom the king Nebuchadnezzar, thy father, the king, I say, thy father, made master the magicians, astrologers, Chaldeans, and soothsayers, for as much as an excellent spirit and knowledge and understanding, interpreting of dreams, and shewing of hard sentences, and dissolving of doubts, were found in the same Daniel, whom the king named Belteshazzar. Now, let Daniel be called and he will shew the interpretation. Then was Daniel brought in before the king. And the king spake and said unto Daniel, Are thou that Daniel, which are of the children of captivity of Judah, whom the king my father brought out of Jewry? <clears throat> I have even heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me, <clears throat> that they should read this writing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. The yawning. Um, it's when I read. It's like, it starts, the yawning starts. It's so weird. And make known unto me. Let me start that paragraph over. And now the wise men, the astrologers, have been brought in before me that they should read this writing and make known unto me the interpretation thereof. But they could not shew the interpretation of the thing. And I have heard of thee, 
that thou can make interpretations and dissolve doubts. Now, if thou can read the writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet and have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then Daniel answered and said before the king, let thy gifts be to thyself and give thy rewards to another. Yet I will read the writing unto the king and make known to him the interpretation. <clears throat> o thou king, the most high God gave Nebuchadnezzar thy father a kingdom and majesty and glory and honor. And for the majesty that he gave him, all people, nations, and languages trembled and feared before him. Whom he would he whom he would he slew and whom he would he kept alive, and whom he would he set up, and whom he would he put down. But when his heart was lifted up, and his mind hardened in pride, he was deposed from his kingly throne, and they took his glory from him, and he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the beasts, and his dwelling was with the wild asses. They fed him with grass like oxen, and his body was wet with the dew of heaven, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointeth over it whosoever he will. And thou, his son, O Belshazzar, hast not humbled thine heart. Thou, though thou knewest all this, but hast lifted up thyself against the Lord of heaven, and they have brought the vessels of his house before thee. And thou and thy lords, thy wives, and thy concubines have drunk wine in them. And thou hast praised the gods of silver and gold, of brass, iron, wood, and stone, which see not, nor hear not, nor know. And the God in whose hand thy breath is and whose are all thy ways hast thou not glorified then was the part of the hand sent from him and this writing was written and this is the writing that was written mene mene tikal ufarsen this is the interpretation of the king. Mene, God hath numbered thy kingdom and finished it.
Tico, thou art weighed in the balances and art found wanting. Perez, thy kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar, and they clothed Daniel with scarlet and put a chain of gold about his neck and made a proclamation concerning him that he should be the third ruler in the kingdom. In that night was Belshazzar, the king of Chaldeans, slain. And Darius, the Median, took the kingdom, being about the threescore and two years old. Chapter 6 Daniel in the Lion's Den Sorry, okay. It pleased Darius to set over the king kingdom and hundred and twenty princes, which should be over the whole kingdom. And over these three presidents of whom Daniel was first, that the princes might give accounts unto them, and the king should have no damage. Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. Then the presidents and princes sought to find a occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. But they could find none occasion nor fault. For as much as he was faithful, neither was there any error or fault found in him. Then said these men, We shall not find any occasion against Daniel, against this Daniel except we find it against him concerning the law of his God. Then these presidents and princes assembled together to the king and said thus unto him, King Darius, live forever! All the presidents of the kingdom, the governors and the princes, the counselors and the captains have consulted together to establish a royal statue and to make a firm decree that whosoever shall ask a petition of any God or man for 30 days, save of thee, O king, he shall be cast into the den of lions. <clears throat> now, O king, establish the decree and sign the writing, that it be not changed. 
according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Wherefore King Darius signed the writing and the decree. Uh, to, one second. Excuse me. Um, then, uh, okay. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being open in his chamber toward Jerusalem. He kneeled upon his knees three times a day and prayed and gave thanks before his God as he did aforetime. Then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Then they came near and spake before the king concerning the king's decree. Hast thou not signed a decree that every man that shall ask a petition of any God or man within 30 days, save of thee, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions? The king answered and said, The thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persians, which altereth not. Then answered they and said before the king, that Daniel, which is of the children of the captivity of Judah, regardeth not thee, O king, nor the decree that thou hast signed, but maketh his petition three times a day. Then the king, when he heard these words, was sore displeased with himself um, and set his heart on Daniel to deliver him. And he labored till the going down of the sun to deliver him. Then these men assembled unto the king and said unto the king, Know, O king, that the law of the Medes and Persians is that no decree nor statue which the king establisheth may, cha may be changed. Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God, whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet, and with the signet of his lord's that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste unto the den of lions, Sorry. Then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and hath shut the lion's mouths. 
that they have not hurt me for as much as before him innocency was found in me and also before the O king have I done no hurt then was the king exceedingly glad for him and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. And the king commanded, and they brought those men which had accused Daniel and they cast them into the den of lions them their children and their wives and the lions had the mastery of them and break all their bones in pieces or over they came at the bottom of the den then king darius wrote unto all the people, nations, and languages that dwell in all the earth. Peace be multiplied unto you. I make a decree that in every dominion of my kingdom, men tremble and fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and steadfast forever and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed and his dominion shall be even unto the end. <laughs> he delivereth and rescueth. Okay, I'll stop. And he worketh signs and wonders in heaven and in earth. Who hath delivered Daniel from the power of the lions? So this Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius and in the reign of Cyrus the Persian. Daniel's vision of four beasts. In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. Then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake and said, I saw in my vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven strove upon the great sea, and four great beasts came up from the sea, diverse one from another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and it was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man and a man's heart was given to it. And behold, another beast, a second like, like to a bear and it raised up itself on one side and it had three ribs in the mouth of it between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, arise, devour much flesh. After this, I behold, and lo, another, like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. 
After this, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. It devoured and brake in pieces and stumped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it. And it had 10 horns. I considered the horns and behold, there came up among them another little horn before, before whom there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of man and a mouth speaking great things. I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the Ancient of Days did sit, whose garment was white as snow and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame and his heel and his, sorry, I don't know why I said heels. I almost said heels. Did I say? I don't know. Okay. And his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from be before him. Thousand, thousands ministered unto him. And 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The judgment was set. And the books were opened. This is um, like the, I think this is a part of the courts of heaven because like the courts of heaven, the books be opened, um, you know, like in the courts of heaven. Um, I beheld then because of the voice of the great words, which the horn spake, I beheld even till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame as concerning the rest of the beasts. They had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and time. I saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And there was given him dominion and glory and a kingdom that all people, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion, which shall not pass away, and his kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. The Interpretation of the Vision I, Daniel, was grieved in my spirit in the midst of my body, and the visions of my head troubled me. I came near under one of them, that stood by and asked him the truth of all this. So he told me and made me know the interpretation of the things. These great beasts, which are four, are four kings, which shall arise out of the earth. But the saints of the Most High shall take the kingdom and possess the kingdom forever, even forever and ever then i would know the truth of the four beasts which was diverse from all the others exceeding dreadful whose teeth were of iron and his nails of brass which devoured break in pieces and stamped the residue with his feet and of the ten horns that were in his head and of the other which came up 
and before whom three fell. Out of that horn that had eyes and a mouth that spake very great things, whose look was more stout than his fellows, I beheld, and the same horn made war with the saints and prevailed against them until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. Thus he said, the fourth beast shall be the fourth kingdom upon earth, which shall be diverse from all kingdoms and shall devour the, the whole earth and shall tread it down and break it to break it in pieces. And the ten horns out of the kingdom are ten kings that shall arise. And another shall rise after them, and he shall be diverse from the first, and he shall subdue three kings, and he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and a dividing of time. <clears throat> but the judgment shall sit. And they shall take away his dominion to consume and destroy it until the end. Oof. And the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdom under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And all dominions shall serve and obey him. Um, hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my, cogi my cogitations much troubled me, and my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Daniel's vision. Okay, Daniel 8. Daniel's vision of the ram and the goat. In the third year of the reign of King Belshazzar, a vision appeared unto me. Even unto me, Daniel, after that which appeared unto me at the first. And I saw in a vision, and it came to pass when I saw that I was at Shashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashashash
polar against him and smote the ram and broke his two horns. And there was no power in the ram to stand before him, but he cast him down to the ground and and stamped upon him. And there was none that could deliver the ram out of his hand. Therefore he goat waxed very great, very great. And when he was strong, the great horn was broken. And for it came up, came up four notable ones toward the four winds of heaven. And out of the one then came forth a little horn, which waxed exceedingly great toward the south and toward the east and toward the pleasant land. And it waxed great even to the host of heaven. And it cast down some of the hosts and of the stars to the ground and stamped upon them. Yea, he magnified himself even to the prince of the host, and by him the daily sacrifice was taken away, and the place of his sanctuary was cast down, and an host was given given him against the daily sacrifice by reason of transgression, and it cast down the truth to the ground, and it practiced and prospered. Then I heard one saint speaking, And another saint said unto that certain saint which spake, How long shall be the vision concerning the daily sacrifice and the transgression of desolation to give both the sanctuary and the host to be trotted underfoot? And he said unto me, Unto two thousand and three hundred days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. Gabriel comforts Daniel. And it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning then, behold, there stood before me as the appearance of a man. And I heard a man's voice between the banks of Uli, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man to understand the vision. So he came near where I stood. And when he came, I was afraid and fell upon my face. But he said unto me, Understand, O son of man, for at the time of the end shall be the vision. Now as he was speaking with me, I was in a deep sleep on my face toward the ground. But he touched me and and set me upright. And he said, Behold, I will make thee no what shall be in the last end of the indignation for at the time appointed the end shall be the ram which thou sawest having two horns are the kings of media and persia and the rough goat is the king of gracia and the great horn that is between his eyes is the first king now that being broken whereas force stood upon stood up for it Four kings shall stand up out of the nation, but not in his power. And in the latter time of their kingdom, when the transgressors are come to the full, a king of fierce countenance and understanding, dark sentences shall stand up, and his power shall be mighty, but not by his own power. And he shall destroy wonderfully and shall prosper and practice and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people. And through his policy also, he shall cause craft to prosper in his hand.
and he shall magnify himself in his heart and be and by peace shall destroy many he shall also whoa by peace he shall destroy many he shall also stand up against the prince of princes but he shall be broken without hand and the vision of the evening and the morning which was told is true wherefore shut thou up the vision for it shall be for many days and i daniel fainted and was sick certain days afterward i rose up and did the king's business and i was astonished at the vision but none understood it daniel 9 daniel's prayer is answered in the first year of darius the son of ahasuerus the seed of the medes which was made king over the over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet, that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolations of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed unto the Lord my God and made my confession and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments, we have sinned and have committed inequity and have done wickedly and have rebelled, even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants, the prophets, which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee. But unto us confusion of faces, as at this day to the men of Judah, and to the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off through all the countries whither thou, what, uh, whither thou hast driven them because of their trespass that they have trespassed against thee. O Lord, to us belongeth confusion of, fat, of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his ways, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us. And the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against him. And he hath confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven hath not been done as hath been done upon Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil is come upon us.
Yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God. And we might turn from our, our, from our inequities and understand thy truth. Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us. For the Lord our God is righteous in all his works which he doeth. For we obeyed not his voice. And now, O Lord our God, that hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and hast gotten thee renown, as at this day we have sinned, we have done wickedly. O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech thee, let thine anger and thy fury be turned away from thy city, Jerusalem, thy holy mountain, because for our sins and for our inequities of our fathers, Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. Now, therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary that is desolate, for the Lord's sake. O oh, my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations and the city which is called by thy name. For we do not, for we do not present our supplications before thee for our righteousness, but for thy great mercies. O oh Lord, hear. O oh Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do, defer not for thine own sake, O my God, for thy city and thy people are called by thy name. The 70 weeks. The 70 weeks. And whilst I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin and the sin of my people, Israel, and presenting my supplication before the Lord, my God, for the holy mountain of my God, yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. And he informed me and talked with me and said, O Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. At the beginning of thy supplications, the commandment came forth, and I am come to shew thee, for thou art greatly beloved. Therefore, understand the matter and consider the vision. Seventy weeks are determined upon thy people and upon the holy city to finish the transgression and to make an end of sins and to make re reconciliation for inequity and to bring in everlasting righteousness and to seal up the vision and prophecy and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the commandment to restore and to build Jerusalem <clears throat> unto the Messiah, the prince shall be seven weeks and threescore and two weeks 
The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublous times. And after threescore and two weeks shall Messiah be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince um, that shall come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary, and the end thereof shall be with a flood. And unto the end of the war, desolations are determined. And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate. Even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured upon the desolate. An angel brings a message. In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a thing was revealed unto Daniel, whose name was called Belshazzar. Belshazzar. And the thing was true, but the time appointed was long, and he understood the thing and had understanding of the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, was mourning three full weeks. I ate no pleasant bread, neither came flesh nor wine in my mouth, neither did I anoint myself at all, till three whole weeks were fulfilled. And in the four and twentieth day of the first month, as I was by the side of the great river, which is Hidekel, then I lifted up mine eyes and looked, and behold a great, be, er, sorry, and behold, <clears throat> A certain man clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of Uphaz. His body also was like the beryl, and his face as the appearance of lightning, and his eyes as lamps of fire, and his arms and his feet like in color to polished brass, and the voice of his words like the voice of a multitude. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision. For the men that were with me saw not the vision, but a great quaking fell upon them, so that they fled to hide themselves. Therefore I was left alone and saw this great vision, and there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turned in me into corruption, and I retained no strength. Yet I heard, or wait, Yet heard I the voice of the of his words, and when I heard the voice of his words, and then <clears throat> and then was I in a deep sleep on my face, and my face toward the ground, and behold, an hand touched me, which set me upon my knees, and upon the palms of my hands, and he said unto me. O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the words that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I, not, am I now sent. And when he had spoken this word unto me, I stood trembling. Then said he unto me, Fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand, and to chasten thyself before thy God. 
thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia withstood me one and twenty days. But lo, Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me, and I remained there with the kings of Persia. <clears throat> now I am come to make the, the make thee understand what shall befall thy people in the latter days. For yet the vision is for many days. And when he had spoken such words unto me, I set my face toward the ground, and I became dumb. And behold, one like the similitude of the sons of men touched my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spake and said unto him that stood before me, O my Lord, by the vision my sorrows are turned upon me, and I have retained no strength. For how can the servant of this, my Lord, talk with this, my Lord? For as for me, straight away, there remain no strength in me, neither is there breath left in me. Then there came again and touched me, one like the appearance of a man, and he strengthened me and said, O man, greatly beloved, fear not, peace be unto thee. Be strong, yea, be strong. And when he had spoken unto me, I was strengthened, and said, Let my Lord speak, for thou hast strengthened me. Then said he, Knowest thou wherefore I come unto thee? And now will I return to fight with the prince of Persia. And when I am gone forth, lo, the prince of Gracia shall come. But I will shew thee that which is noted in the scripture of truth. And there is none that holdeth with me in these things, but Michael, your prince. Daniel 11. Greece will conquer Persia. Also I, in the first year of Darius, the Mede, even I, stood to confirm and to strengthen him. And now will I shew thee the truth. Behold, there shall stand up yet three kings in Persia, and the fourth shall be far richer than they all. And by his strength, through his riches, he shall stir up all against the realm of Gracia. And a mighty king shall stand up that shall rule with great dominion and do according to his will. And when he shall stand up, his kingdom shall be broken and shall be divided toward the four winds of heaven and not to his posterity, nor according to his dominion, which he ruled. For his kingdom shall be plucked up, even for others beside, beside those. The Northern and Southern Kings And the king of the south shall be strong, and one of his princes, and he shall be strong above him, and have dominion. His dominion shall be a great dominion, and in the end of years they shall join themselves together. For the king's daughter of the south shall come to the king of the north to make an agreement, but she shall not retain the power of the arm, neither shall, shall he stand, nor his arm, but she shall be given up, and they that brought her, and he that begot her, 
and he that strengthened her in these times. But out of a branch of her roots shall one stand up in his estate, which shall come with an army, and shall enter into the fortress of the king of the north, and shall deal against them, and shall prevail. And shall also carry captives into Egypt their gods, with their princes, and with their precious vessels of silver and of gold, and he shall continue more years than the king of the north. <clears throat> so the king of the south shall come into his kingdom, and shall return into his own land. But his sons shall be stirred up and shall assemble a multitude of great forces. And one shall certainly come and overflow and pass through. Then shall he return and be stirred up even to his fortress. And the king of the south shall be moved with Choler and shall come forth and fight with him, even with the king of the north. And he shall set forth a great multitude, but the multitude shall be given into his hand. And when he hath taken away the multitude, his heart shall be lifted up, and he shall cast down many ten thousands, but he shall not be strengthened by it. For the king of the north shall return, and shall set forth a multitude greater than the former, and shall certainly come after certain years with a great army and with much riches. And in those times there shall many stand up against the king of the south. Also the robbers of thy people shall exalt themselves to establish the vision, but they shall fail. So the king of the north shall come and cast up a mount, and take the most fenced cities, and the arms of the south shall not withstand. Neither his chosen people, neither shall there be any strength to withstand. But he that cometh against him shall do according to his own will, and none shall stand before him, and he shall stand in the glorious land, which by his hand shall be consumed. He shall also set his face to enter with the strength of his whole kingdom, and, up, and upright ones with him, thus shall he do, and he shall give him the daughter of women, corrupting her, but but she shall not stand on his side, neither before him. After this shall he turn his face unto the isles, and shall take many. But a prince for his own behalf shall cause the reproach offered by him to seize. Without his own reproach, he shall cause it to turn upon him. Then he shall turn his face toward the fort of his own land, but he shall stumble and fall and not be found. Then shall stand up in his estate a raiser of taxes in the glory of the kingdom. But within a few days he shall be destroyed, neither in anger nor in battle. And in his estate shall stand up a vile person, to whom they shall not give the honor of the kingdom. But he shall come in peaceably and obtain the kingdom by flatteries. And with the arms of a flood shall they be overthrown from before him, and shall be broken, yea, 
also the prince of the covenant. And after the league made with him, he shall work deceitfully. For he shall come up and shall become strong with a small people. He shall enter peaceably, even upon the fattest places of the province, and shall do that which his fathers have not done, nor his father's fathers. He shall scatter among them the prey and spoil um, and riches, yea, and he shall forecast his devices against the strongholds, even for a time. And he shall... Um, and he shall stir up his power and his courage against the king of the south with a great army and the king of the south shall be stirred up to battle with a very great and mighty arm, but he shall not stand for they shall forecast devices against him. Yea, they that feed of the portion of his meat shall destroy him and his army shall overflow and many shall fall down slain, and both these kings' hearts shall be um, shall be to do mischief, and they shall speak lies at one table, but it shall not prosper, for yet the end shall be at the time appointed. Then shall he return into his land with great riches, and his heart shall be against the holy covenant, and he shall do exploits and return to his own land. At the time appointed, he shall return and come toward the south, but it shall not be as the former or as the latter, for the ships of Chittim shall come against him. Therefore he shall be grieved and return and have indignation against the holy covenant. So shall he do. He shall even return and have intelligence with them that forsake the holy covenant. And arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength and shall take away the daily sacrifice and they shall place the abomination that maketh desolate. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he um, corrupt by flatteries. But the, pe but the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. And they that understand among the people shall instruct many. Yet they shall fall by the sword, and by the flame, by, captiv by captivity, and by spoil many days. Now when they shall fall, they shall be hopen, hopen with a little help. But many shall cleave to them with flatteries, and some of them of understanding shall fall, to try them, and to purge, and to make them white, even to the time of the end because it is yet for a time appointed. And the king shall do according to his will, and he shall exalt himself and magnify himself above every god, and shall speak marvelous things against the god of gods, and shall prosper till the indignation be accomplished. For that for that, that is determined shall be done. Neither shall he regard the god of his fathers, nor the desire of women, nor regard any God, for he shall magnify himself above all. But in his estate shall he honor the God of forces, and a God whom his fathers knew not shall he honor with gold and silver and with precious stones and pleasant things. Thus shall he do in the most 
strongholds with a strange God, which whom he shall acknowledge, um, whom he shall acknowledge and increase with glory. And he shall cause them to rule over many and shall divide the land for gain. And at that time, at the end, or, okay, wait, sorry. And at the time of the end shall the king of the south push at him, and the king of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots and with horsemen and with many ships, and he shall enter into the countries and shall overflow and pass over. He shall enter also into the glorious land, and many countries shall be overthrown. But these shall escape but these shall escape out of his hand even Edom and Moab and the chief of the children of Ammon he shall stretch forth his hand also upon the countries and the land of Egypt shall not escape but he shall have power over the treasures of gold and silver and over all the precious things of Egypt and the Libyans and the Ethiopians shall be at his steps. But tidings out of the east and out of the north shall trouble him. Therefore, he shall go forth with great fury to destroy and utterly to make away many. And he shall plant the turbinacles of his palace between the seas and the glorious holy mountain. Yet he shall come to his end and none shall help him. Daniel 12. The words are sealed. And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall, shall shine as the brightness of the, of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. But thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. Then I, Daniel, looked, and behold, there stood other two, the one on this side of the bank of the river, and the other on that side of the bank of the river. And one said to the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, how long shall it be to the end of these wonders? And I heard the man clothed in linen, which was upon the waters of the river, when he held up his right hand and his left hand unto heaven, and swear by him that liveth forever, that it shall be for a time, times and a half. And when he shall have accomplished to scatter the power of the holy, one, holy people, all these things shall be finished. And I heard, but I understood not. For the words are closed up and sealed till the time of the end.
Many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. But the wise shall understand. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away, and the abomination that maketh desolate set up, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. Days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand three hundred and five and thirty days. But go thou thy way till the end be. For thou shalt rest and stand in thy lot at the end of the days. And that is the book of Daniel. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thanks for listening. Take care. A new place, a new home. For a while, let me feel alive. Nothing to hold me back. Take my time, just enjoy the ride. A new man passing by. Life is good, best I've ever felt. Get me up, so in it. Cause I find my way